So what's been going on, man? <laughs> oh, not much. I did a did a eighty two hundred square foot one yesterday. Wow, six million dollar property. How long did that take? Uh, all day. I, I I actually had to go back today and finish it. I could have got it done in one day, but um, everybody. But there was like so many people there, and they were all talking and. Man, and it just, it just ate up time. About eighty-two hundred. Yeah, you need a beer after that. That's yeah. It was fun though. It was beautiful, beautiful house. Uh, Man, well, I thanks. I'll just thanks for jumping on again. Um, we got lots of good feedback from the first time we did this, and that was when um, you know my production skills still aren't great, but that was when they were bad. And so I think uh, now that we have the podcast and more viewership on the YouTube channel. That's why we're doing this again. So um, <laughs> that's why it's there. <laughs> There's a purpose for that thing. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so thank you for doing it again. I think you've had, you, you mentioned you've had guys reach out to you after the first one, right? Yeah. Um, it seems to be laggy. Are we lagging on your end? A little bit, but I think we're good now. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had I, I probably 10 plus guys um, that have reached um, just because they saw the video and, and liked, you know, what was talked about and wanted, you know, I, had, I actually spoke with a guy in Hawaii um, last night and he was like, he's like, yeah, man, you just seem really approachable and and you know everything like that so i love to help people and and share what what little bit of knowledge i have so and not bad to get your mug in different places and just get your face name out there some more so why the hell not so i'm glad we're doing it again man so um for those for people that are just seeing this one why don't you tell us a little give us your little backstory give us your little uh who you are who is dalen whitney well, if you're hearing some weird noise in the background, this is my daughter, Scarlett. Hey! <laughs> she is a mountain of change, and she's going through it all right now. Getting that money. I like it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you gotta start them young, man. Start them young. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I am Dalen. Um, I'm just an average dude who started an inspection company, um, basically out of necessity for something to do. Um, I, was a, I was a youth pastor. Um, I was coming to the end of that kind of season in my life. And my wife is a real estate agent. And I was hearing all of her frustrations and things like that, uh, dealing with not just you know home inspectors, but scheduling. And and, and, and all of these different um, things that they have to do in order to make a deal happen. And so um, my brain is always churning and takes in all the information that I, I see around me. And I'm like, okay, how can I develop something that's better? And so um, hearing all of her conversations and frustrations and things like that, I was like, well, I have a, another buddy who's a home inspector as well. And um, thought, hey, you know, I think um, I could probably lend something valuable to this field. 
Um, and so oh, my dog's here as well. This is Duke. Yes. Yes. Um, so I um, said, hey, let's, let's give this a shot. I was either going to do this or start a, a media company. And um, I realized that I am not the best at working when I'm at home. Um, <laughs> I will find something else to do. Yeah. Too much good stuff <laughs> out there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, like doing something that's home-based is really not just at this point in my life. So I went the home inspection route and it's been pretty phenomenal. You, so you've been in business how, how long? Um, what a year and I think 11 months or so. Right. Just shy, just shy of two years. Okay. Well, I should say this. Uh, I got my license in April. So I'm not, I may be like what, four or five months shy of two years. And about how many inspections have you done? Um, as of today, I think I'm right at, um, I want to say some thousand. Um, this year, this year alone, I'm at, I think I, when I counted the other day, I was at 500. Which is insane. I, which is amazing. Yeah, and I did four my first year, 400, uh, like 420. So I think, I'm thinking business year, like, so if I go April to April, I'm, I'm anticipating maybe like seven, probably, somewhere in there for, for my second year. Well, first of all, Congratulations. That's amazing. Um, for any of you new guys or younger inspectors that are listening, that's why we're having them on again, because there was so much good insight and kind of just digging into the process of being a new inspector. Um, when you started, did you think to yourself, hey, like, I, I, what's your background in construction, building, stuff like that? Anything, anything big there? Nope. I, got, I got a little bit of lag. I missed out on that cold question. Um, what was your background in kind of the trades or construction um, prior to doing the youth pastor oh. stuff? Yeah, so I've kind of been in and out of multiple trades my whole life. Uh, I've done concrete work. I've done remodeling. I've done framing, um, flooring, a little bit. Of, I, I've dabbled in just about everything. And then I've done water wells. Um, I did that for like six years. Mm -hmm. that kind of like doing that I did a lot of plumbing electrical work things like that uh so you know I've, I've really had my hands in a lot of stuff basically my whole life which was kind of what gave me the confidence really to say you know I can I can go into this and actually sound as though I know what I'm talking about right right you know without without all of the additional training that is required at least in my state um to be a home inspector and where are you based out of just for people to know arizona northern arizona northern arizona perfect was there any hesitations um you know for the guys that maybe are, still, are thinking about it if anyone listens to this that is thinking about being a home inspector was there any hesitations or reasons not to do it that you struggled with or was it just hey there's a need it makes sense go yeah, I mean, for me, the, I guess the hesitation was just, I mean, there's a, like, where I'm at, where 
very heavily regulated. So there's a lot that goes into it. And so getting through that whole process was a little daunting because um, you're, not, you're not making money. You're, you know, you steal a <laughs> inspector and then I go through the school, then I do all the parallel inspections, then I do, and then, and then I take all that information and I fill out all the paperwork and I submit to that to the state. And then it's like, okay, like now I don't, I, I gotta figure out what to do with all this time that I have doing nothing else. And so, uh, you know, getting through that whole process was a little, it was a little stressful, um, but I felt pretty confident in my ability to uh, communicate what I, what I wanted to bring to the, to the community and, um, and do a good job. You know, that was knowing that like, Hey, I'm the kind of guy that's, that's going to start something and, and, and do it well and treat people good and, and, and offer something that I think is lacking I don't know, maybe especially in this industry, guys, they come into this and then, and you know, if you know anything about being in the trades, they're, they're rough and they're, you know, dudes that just kind of, you know, they go to work, they work hard, go home, crack open a beer at the end <laughs> right. of the day, and think about what they did. They're not, you know, they're not out there being super friendly with people. It's kind of like, hey, here's your report. I did my job now leave me alone so um anyways that's that you know it's just kind of all those things you bring up a great point and i mean this i think i'm is a probably due partly to your success um is attributed to this but talk to me a little about what you think of like the new kind of model of home inspector so it's like i classify you as one that can talk to people that listens well that is a good communicator that maybe didn't swing a hammer for 30 years and just was used to just having tunnel vision. Talk about just kind of the impact of that and the benefit to everybody. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. I imagine. It is. It's, it's hard. It's hard to be well-rounded. I suppose it takes a lot of work. Um, luckily, I mean, mine, most of mine just stems from uh, good upbringing, I guess my, 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 Stepdad, um, he was very, um, he, he was, his, one of his biggest things was never think that you know it all, always be willing to learn something from somebody, um, uh, do a good job, you know, like whatever you do, put your, put a hundred percent into it. And, you know, all of the things that I've done over my lifetime, uh, and there's been many of them, but a lot of them were focused on service, uh, the service industry, whether that was, like I said, water wells, or I was, you know, I was the, I was the guy that went out and, and did the repairs and things like that. Mm -hmm. I worked on office equipment for a number of years. So I was in offices with people, negotiating all those relationships, um, you know, for a long time. So I spent a lot of my, my, my working life in the service industry, which I think was a great primer for me coming into this and, and kind of shifting that mindset that a home inspector is, again, the carpenter that didn't want to swing a hammer anymore. So he came into this and it's like, you know, you just, I did my job, now leave me alone. I'm more, more than happy to 
have a conversation with people. I tell my clients at the end of every inspection um, that, you know, I'm always available. If you have any questions, you know, here's your report, but this is not the end of our relationship. I literally, right before this phone, with, before this, I just thought about this. Right before this, I had a client from four months ago call me and say, hey, um, they don't live here, they live in New York, and they bought a big house. And they're like, hey, we, we have a, a guy in there, he's doing some remodel work for us. And uh, we're finding some issues that uh, we'd like a second opinion on. And so they called me and they want me to go over and check out some of this stuff for them, just for peace of mind. Um, and, you know, and I, I feel really good about that, uh, that the clients, my clients trust my knowledge enough to say, hey, you know what, like uh, this handyman that I have over here, telling us you know this i want to make sure that i have somebody who maybe has a a better understanding or somebody that i trust go over and say yeah this sounds good or no i would do it this way so that that makes me feel really good um but that's the kind of culture that i want to cultivate um not only with my clients but also with my agents and everybody as well so that's, and this is why I love having you on is because like, I'm literally thinking of the words you're using to describe why you're doing what you're doing, why you got into it in the first place. And it's not because, oh, I heard it was easy. I can make a ton of money or, oh, hey, like, um, you know, my neighbor said I should do or whatever. You know, you, there was a need for it. And then you said you like doing a good job. And you like you mentioned community, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You can't fake those things. Right. And I, no. I worry that some guys are trying to become that. Which. You got to feel it. You got to enjoy what you're doing, right? And you got to enjoy interacting with people. What would you say to someone that maybe doesn't have a knack for that kind of like you do? I would say, I hate the term fake it till you make it, but there is truth to that. Um, It takes work. You know, it's not just, if you want to come out, if you want to, to, to start this and, and, you know, like be the new guy that people are willing to trust, it's going to take work. It's going to take you being outside of what you're comfortable with. Um, you could probably come into this field and do, uh, you know, a couple of inspections a week, you know, and, and kind of do pretty easily. Um, but if you want to be the guy that come that like really makes a good living, you want to go be the 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 guy that um, comes into this and 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 I guess is able to accomplish maybe what or, or you know kind of follow in in the the path that I've gone um, and and be successful rather quickly. Um, it's going to take work. It's going to take you reshaping who you are how you handle people, how you um, um, communicate. That's the biggest thing I think is, is a lot of guys are, um, they're just not comfortable communicating with people. It's not that they're necessarily bad at it. They're just not comfortable with it. And the only way to become comfortable with something and to, um, and so that, it's just, it just takes work. It takes you, and it takes you forcing yourself to be outside of what you're comfortable with. That was something I really wanted to kind of, when I was thinking about what I wanted to, to, to discuss today was 
um, that was one of the major things that I wanted to, to do talk about is that is just that the way that you carry yourself, the way that you present yourself. I mean, you see me, for instance, um, my hair is nice. Um, I've got a nice shirt on and I don't show up in a t-shirt. Um, when I was, that, again, going back to the way I was raised, when, when I would go for a job interview, I remember my first job, my first job at McDonald's. Ma, I, was, I was 15 years old. And or, no, it was four, I think it was 14, 14, 15, something like that. My mom told me, she said, go put a shirt and tie on. <laughs> Love it. And, and every time I ever interviewed for a job, I did the same thing. Whether it was pouring concrete, I showed up for jobs to construction sites in a shirt and tie. <laughs> and I never, I never uh, was passed up on for any job I ever applied for. I always got every job I ever applied for. They laughed at me when I showed up in a, in a shirt and tie to the, for the construction job, but I got it. <laughs> you got the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got the job. And um, this is no different. Every time you show up to an inspection, it's a job interview because um, you're, you're showing up, especially being the new guy. If you're the new guy in the area and you're going to go to a, you're going to go to a, a realtor's meeting and then, you know, and or show up and you know, like, if you're lucky enough and you get somebody that says, yeah, I'll give you a shot and they throw you an inspection, they're going to come there and they're going to see you in your shabby jeans and your t-shirt. They're going to be like, like this guy's, what does this guy have to offer? He's no different than probably the other guy that I'm using. Um, and he might have something in your tool bag like Spectora, which is great. But I'll tell you what, if you want to be successful, change the way that you change your presentation. Be, be the guy that shows up uh, looking sharp. Uh, I mean, I have people that joke about me because I will come out looking like this from an attic, from a crawl space. Um, I, I just, I like to look nice. I've always been that way. I don't care how dirty I am. I like to look nice. Um, and I'm not afraid to get dirty either. I go in every crawl space. I go in every attic as far as I possibly can. I mean, my hair constantly, people are always like, Hey, you got stuff in your hair. I'm like, that's standard issue. Like I got cobwebs <laughs> or whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I look sharp. If, you know, when I come out of a crawl space, my shirts, <clears throat> I chose these shirts specifically. Uh, they they breathe well, they look really good. And even when, so I come out of a crawl space and these shirts will be filthy, but I take, I got a microfiber towel. Off. I do, I, I will come out and I'll clean myself up so that I'm walking around, around the house and I look, I, you know, I look like I know what I'm doing. I look like a professional. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a plumber. I'm not a, uh, electrician. There's nothing wrong with those guys. I, I, you know, I, I have nothing wrong with them. We need them. We have to have them. They are just as vital as we are, but I, I'm, we're viewed differently and at least we should be. And so that for me was one key thing that I wanted to point out. Cause I see a lot of guys, you know, that show up in a t-shirt or they show up in jeans and, you know, that's fine. It is what it is. But I think if you want to take it to a next level, and I think, um, you know, kind of going, following in suit with, 
what Spectora has done for the infection industry, uh, shaking that up and raising the bar, that's what I want to do for this industry as well, is raise the bar and say, okay, here's what you think inspector is, show you what we can be, what we should be. Uh, so it's just a different level of professionalism that I think um, can be communicated. So, And you're living proof of the benefits of it um, because for one, as an ex-agent, agents do care about appearance. Like that's part Absolutely. of what they do. They, that's why half of them drive Benzes or Lexuses. They dress up every time they're showing a house. That resonates with them. So I think inspectors, everyone should be going back to the drawing board and reevaluating their presentation. I think you worded it best. It's a, um, a job interview, every inspection. That might be the name of this episode, actually. I might, that's such a good line. Did you just make that up? I did. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, it, and I, I really, I, I believe that with everything in me. Every, every time I meet a client or an, or a new agent, um, that so yesterday I did a house. I, it, I think it was actually the biggest. Hold on. Uh, it was, I think it's, this is the largest house I've done. Uh, mm -hmm. Eight hundred square feet. Um, Six million dollars. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful place. Um, am I lagging? A little bit. You're just frozen, but your audio is still good. Uh, um, so and anyway, so I was there and this was a, this, I got this from an agent that's never used me before. Mm -hmm. She called me up and she said, Hey, um, I saw your report on a, uh, you know, on another house that I was selling and, um, my other home inspector is, um, getting complacent or that was her words. Wow. And, um, so I'm looking for somebody new. And, uh, she said, I liked your report. I've heard nothing but good things about you. And so I want to give you shot, give you a shot on a $6 million house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do this. You know, <laughs> that's amazing. It was so cool. So anyways, she shows up, you know, and, um, it was what was funny was you know you saying agents care about uh appearance she mm -hmm. shows up and she she hasn't even put her makeup on yet and she, she says she says oh excuse me i'm gonna put my makeup on in the kitchen hope that's okay what? all right <laughs> uh you know whatever so anyways but it was like um the the listing agent shows up and she um she, she comes and, and I have done, I've done a few inspections uh, for her as well. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and we were talking about this exact thing about um, presentation and, and what that communicates to everybody involved. Am I still frozen? Yeah, I'm gonna stop the video real quick and restart it um, and just see how that goes. One second. Can you stop your video and restart it? Yeah, sorry. Um, cool. There we go. So, uh, she, the, the, this other agent, the listing agent, she, she's been around for a long time and, um, sells, you know, she sells houses like, like this quite frequently. And she, we were talking and she goes, I just want to let you know that you have, you've developed a very good reputation. And like, for me, I was like, 
that was a cool to have. I was like, kind of soaked it up for a second. I was like, thank you. Like, that's really great. Thank you for telling me that. That's really great to hear. Um, you know, it's like, you'll have those days where you, you, nobody's calling, right? You know, and you're like, oh my God, everybody hates me. And then, then you'll have the, you have those stuff that were an agent, you know, an agent that is very well respected, you know, is, is not just a, she's not a newbie. She's been around for a long time. And for her to say, Hey, you have a really good reputation. That meant a lot to me. And so, um, you know, it just showed me like, you know, all this stuff, all these little details, like that I've, that I've focused on and put the effort into the tiny stuff. Yeah. It's paying off. It's paying off. It's not, it's not just having a great report, which is super important, but it's the little things that are going to set you apart. It's the little things that are going to like, just kind of push you up above the competition. Um, that like, like just, dressing sharp and presenting yourself well, communicating well, making people feel comfortable with you and your personality. I mean, that's that a lot of that stuff does not come naturally to everybody. It probably does mean more so just because of the life that I've had mm -hmm. um, and the industries that I've been a part of and the things that I've had to become good at in order to survive. Um, but not everybody's walked my path. And so, but you can do it. Um, it just takes work. It takes you making a decision that I, I want to, um, I really want to, to excel at this and I really want to go to the next level and you're going to, you have to hone your people skills. Yep. Like period. So, and, I'll, and I'll tell people when in doubt, ask questions, be curious. Yeah. Um, that's something you can always do and it doesn't cost you anything. You don't need to have any special knowledge. Um, so when in doubt, right. ask questions and actually listen to people. Agents love talking, right? Agents love talking about themselves. Like ask them anything. <laughs> um, first of all, I love hearing that the report was noticed, of course. Um, so that's awesome. But like you said, if you didn't do all those other little things, it wouldn't have mattered. She probably wouldn't have called you. Um, but what a combination of everything that just results in boom, here's $6 million house and maybe an agent for life. Yeah, exactly. And, and that was kind of my, you know, I, I really, when I came into this and I started this, I think the strategy, you know, when you're starting a business, you obviously, you try to strategize and, and figure out if I do this, you know, these things I'm going to do first. Um, these are my goals. You know, I set a goal that I wanted to be doing, uh, eight to 10 inspections a week within four months. That's a pretty lofty goal. I mean, you guys here, plus if you're in any of the Facebook groups for inspectors, there's guys in the, that are in there all the time uh, that they're happy if they're getting like, you know, 10, 15 a month. Right. That's part yeah. of the problem is that they're on Facebook all the time. Uh, instead of going out and, and marketing, it's like, come on. Well, that's, that's another conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it, you know, but it's like, and that's, I'm not gloating in any of this. I feel extremely fortunate, but I do also recognize that um, it took all the, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of intentionality on, on, you know, it's like, okay, you know, just game planning. What were my goals? What do I want? What, and what was it going to take to achieve 
those goals. And obviously, in order to achieve a goal like eight to 10 inspections a week within four months, that was going to require getting the phone to ring. And that's a really difficult thing to accomplish when you're starting out. Um, you know, so, and my goal was to not only not be the guy that came in and be cheap, get work because I'm cheap, or be the guy that really farmed for um, the new agents, you know, that were like just starting out and super excited and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, um, but those are not the people because I don't want to build a company that fizzles out and if, you know, if the market gets tough right. and the way that you're going to, to last and the way that you're going to keep going is to be tied in with agents that have been around for 30 years, right? They've been through two and three recessions already. They're still around. They're still doing well. And I want to be aligned with those guys. Yep. That was my goal um, is to quickly, as quick as I can people. And I've been extremely successful with that. And I think a large part of that plays into um, the little things, the little details like presentation. Um, you, you know, for instance, the, 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 the agent, the listing agent on that house yesterday, now she would, I guarantee you, she would never show up to a house uh, without her makeup on. Um, this is not saying anything negative about the other one, but I don't, that's not her general level of property sale. I'll just say that. Uh, whereas the other, the other lady and several other agents that I work with, they show up and they're dressed to the nines, right? They, they show up and they look, they look the part. Yep. And that's what I want to do. I want to position my company as a, like, this is where, this is my next goal. This is the thing I'm pushing for right now. I want my company to be positioned as a premier inspection firm. Um, so that's like the tagline that I'm, I'm starting to put out there is uh, we are a premier inspection firm. Um, and so word. I want, you know, I want to be doing these types of houses all the time. And um, so, you know, I'm, I, but don't take that to think that I will not take money for a trailer house. I, I will you offer me money i will take it yep 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 <laughs> so you know that's the thing but it's all about it's it's there's so many dynamics that go into into being successful uh and i don't even necessarily count myself in that that group yet but um i listen to a lot of guys you know that are way more way deeper into this than I am and soak in all any kind of information that I can. I'm, I'm listening to podcasts and, and audiobooks all day while I'm inspecting, you know, by Gary Vaynerchuk and Simon Sinek and uh, um, uh, another guy that I was listening to the other day. Ah, oh, I can't remember his name. Shoot. But, you know, good, just guys like that. Yeah, guys, growth minded, growth mindset. Yes, you know they they they've already got gotten there. They want to, they've gotten where I want to get to. Yep. Um, so you know, feeding yourself that stuff, never thinking that you've arrived. Um, you know, so that that's that's really all of those things, all that those little details is what makes the big picture of a guy who's you know not even two full years in and has is really close to 
to crossing a thousand inspection threshold, which is pretty phenomenal. I mean, and I look, I look at it in awe like everybody else does. Yeah. Trust me. I'm, I'm like, I tell my wife all the time, like, holy crap. Do you realize what is, what has happened? Like, this is just crazy. Yeah. It's probably flown by because you're probably in the moment you're executing, you're doing the day to day. Um, some of what you're saying reminds me next week, actually, my interview with Joey Donofrio is going to be out and you have a lot of the makings of him, you know, 15, 16 inspector firm in Virginia. He's always learning and he's never satisfied. And he's always trying to find ways to find the next level up yeah. and uh, I'll have to connect you guys. If you haven't already, I think you guys would get along. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Really well. Um, you mentioned getting the phone to ring. What did you do in that first week? Um, when you were a new, we'll rewind back real quick. What did you do to get the phone to ring? First, the first things I did, I'm a people person. Um, I don't, I, so the thing that I did, I I just, I would call up the, um, I'd call up the the offices and I would talk to the, you know, obviously you're going to get the receptionist first or, or the, the, the agent that's working the the front desk. Right. And, and I would, I would research who the broker was first. I'd say, who's the broker of this office? So I would find out who that was and I would call the office. And this is actually something I learned from, um, I think it was Simon Sinek actually, uh, who, who he said, don't call, don't call up and say, Hey, can I speak to who's in charge? Know who's in charge. So that way when you call the, it's automatically, it's going to register in their brain that, Oh, they're, they must already know each other. <laughs> I like not, it. You know what I mean? So they're not going to think they're not going to be the roadblock. They're going to be the connector at that point. Cause you've already made the, they're going to assume that you know the person because you asked for them. Love that. So, so I would find out who the broker was and I would call the office and I'd say, Hey, uh, this is Dalen with Century inspecting. And, uh, Hey, can I talk to, uh, you know, whoever the broker was and they'd be like, Oh, uh, is he, are they expecting you? I say, no, but I, I, I'm just trying to reconnect with them, uh, about, you know, um, doing a, an office meeting and they'd be like, Oh, okay. So then they would pass me through their voicemail or I would talk to them. And then I phone and I would say, Hey, um, you know, I, this is Dale and was interesting. Um, I'm a, I, and I wouldn't, I would not lie and say, you know, uh, you know, I would just say, I would just say, Hey, I'm a, I'm a new guy in the area. I didn't say that I'm a new inspector. Right. I just said, I'm a new guy in the area. Big difference. Yep. Yeah. Big difference as far as what it's all about communication, right? Like it's not, it's not lying. And I, I, I'm very adamant about not lying. Um, and I tell my, cause I just have, I have another inspector now as well. Um, like dude, be honest hundred percent of the time. Um, even when it's hard, but anyway, so I would say I'm a new guy in the area and, um, you know, I, I, I have a, a unique skill set and I have a unique, um, way that I do things. And I would, I think it would be very beneficial for you and your agents. Um, and so I, all I'm asking is that I, I'd be, just give me a, a few minutes before your next meeting. And, um, the, just to, just to kind of share what I bring to the table, be confident in what you're saying, believe it. If you don't believe what you're trying, what you, if you don't believe in what you're saying, and so that's what I would do. I would say, uh, you know, I, I know that I have something to offer you that you don't have yet and that you need. And so I would just go and that, and then, so then we would set up, 
uh, that, oh, you know, they'd say, oh, okay, yeah, uh, we're having a meeting next week or next month. And I would schedule it with them. So then we'd get in the schedule. I'd show up and I have a, a white version of this shirt. Looks clean and I look sharp and I, I, had, I would have my laptop with me. And so and what I would do is I'd, I'd pull up the Spectora website. Uh, I'd pull up my report. And, and then I, you know, I'd kind of give them a spiel. And, and one of the biggest, uh, I think, mistakes a lot of people do when they're making a presentation in an office is you come in and you try to be the expert right off the bat. And you're like, hey, I'm awesome. And this is why you should use me because I'm awesome. And people are going to be like, what makes you more awesome than the other 20 awesome guys that are around here? It's not about that. If you, and I was telling this to the guy that I was speaking with last night, uh, and is that if you go, when you go into an office or you want, you make a presentation, it's about communicating what you're doing that's going to be a benefit to them. Like how am, how am I making your life better? It's not why you're going to give me all this work. It's what are the, what, what processes do I have or what things do I have that are going to improve your quality of life and your client's quality of life. And um, if, if you're just a, a good inspector with uh, a decent report, like, like I said, you'll probably get, um, you know, a few inspections a week and, and that'll, if you're happy with that, that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all about what your ambition is. Um, and, and, you know, so my ambition is pretty big and it always has been. And so that's, you know, so I had to, I just had to, to present myself in a manner that was um, in line with the ambition that I had. And so being confident, um, um, communicating why, what you're doing is how it's beneficial to the person that you're selling to, uh, highlighting the need right you want to highlight what the need is too because they might not even know that they have a need i mean i would so i would i would kind of say start off a meeting by saying you know hey guys i'm dalen this is blah 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 and i'd kind of give them a little bit of background and i'd say so real quick i you know what is the one thing that we're all spending continually and no matter how hard we work we can never get any of it back and everybody automatically knows time <clears throat> you're like oh time and so you're like, okay, well, my whole goal is to give you back as much time as I possibly can. The way that I do that, the way that I do that is by being available to your clients, by giving you a report that's easy to read, it's easy to understand, um, and is I format my report in such a way that it's fun to, to look at, it's fun to see. Imagine that the word fun and home inspection report, like who, who, right. <laughs> so, you know, and so, um, you know, just kind of communicating those things to the agents. Well, now you've got like, Oh my gosh, wow, this guy's different. Um, he's on my side. And I know that's like a sturdy thing in the inspection community is being aligned with your agents and being a team. I think that's bull. Um, I'll be, I'll be honest with, with, with that. I think it's, I think that's crap. You are a team. And if you're like one of those guys that looks like, looks at agents as idiots and, uh, you know, 
that they're in your way, like, I think that's, I just think that's silly. I, I really do. I mean, and if you're a new guy with that attitude, forget about it. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Forget about it. They're, and, they're, you know, the agent's a client too. And um, I, I want, fr- I want relationships with them, you know, and, and I, trust me, my client comes first, period. But, um, you know, we all know that a large portion, some more than others, different markets, you know, are going to be different um, for each inspector. But the, a large portion of our inspections are going to come from that referral, from those relationships that you build with the agents. And so, um, you know, if you make their life easier, they're going to make your life easier too. And they're going to have your back when you have a client that comes and says, oh, well, this guy, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be like, no way, man. Yes. I've worked with this guy on 20 deals now, and he's never done anything like that. Um, I've had that happen. I've had it where, an, you know, like the clients come at me and said, he's not communicating with me. And the agent was like, uh, trust me, I, Dalen always answers his phone. Yeah. He always, you know, answers if you text him or, or call him or whatever. Like they've, they've had my back when a client has you know, tried to pull some shenanigans. And that's what I, I would do the same for them. I love this. And for the experienced inspectors, I think this, they, this should make them look in the mirror for the ones that do make comments like that, because I think the very approach you have to that team makes it, they probably react to information better when something's not ideal. So when you tell an agent about this or that or the report, they feel like you're still, you know, you're, you're part of the team. So they handle it better. So it's only helping your own cause. So like, I don't get the ones that, that really talk disparagingly about the agents because it only helps. It makes your life easier and everyone's. Well, just like any profession, I mean, there's, there's going to be good and bad in everything. There's bad home inspectors. Uh, there's bad, there's bad agents, no doubt. And uh, you know, luckily I'm married to a good one. So right, right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because we're on video. Yeah. She'll watch. She won't watch this anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. I do have a, I have a funny story about you and confidence. So I still, re- I still vividly remember our first conversation and, um, and you, you spoke like you were in the business for five or 10 years. And I just remember thinking at the time, I'm like, this guy knows what the hell he wants. And he's, he's like new, but this guy speaks and conducts himself in a way that is so certain um that you know and at the time we were new we were new as well and so it was like all right we're on the same wavelength here like let's do this like you know you know what you need and it just and that's the kind of confidence i think everyone can have you just have to practice it you have to practice it yeah yeah absolutely it it does i i was this was not me uh I don't know, maybe even five, six years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, it's just, it's been a progression, um, but it's been something that I've had to really work at is to, to get, just to get better at it, to, to, and to commit to like um, putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Right. Um, that's, I think comfort is, is like enemy number one. If I'm yeah. comfortable, I'm, I'm not doing anything. You know, every now and again, I got to do something that really just like is crazy, like go skydiving or <laughs> I got my motorcycle license uh, a couple weekends ago. Nice. I, 
I'm on the hunt for a bike. Like I have to have, I have to have something that makes me uncomfortable or, or you know, just like uh, challenges that. Otherwise, I I, I go crazy. I, I got to have danger. Yeah, um, I love the way. Um... Gary Sloan, I was talking to Gary Sloan the other day and he put it, he said, there's a certain breed of shark that if it doesn't keep swimming, it just dies. And it's like, that's a good mentality of like, you no know, doubt, man, <laughs> you have to, you have to It's like, and if you're a, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, like it's in you, you, you like, yeah, I've talked about this with so many people, be a business owner. It's not for everybody. And that's, that's not wrong not everybody is cut out to do it. Everybody thinks it's so easy and that, oh man, I'm making the big bucks and I'm, you know, I'm doing all this. Dude, I'm the guy who's up till two in the morning all the time, figuring out like new processes or new things that I can do to set myself apart or change, like I'll be, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've changed my, my report format because I'll be like, from where I started to now, it's like not even close. Yeah. And I think I've revamped the entire thing probably three or four times. And the guys that have built a, a, a structure for their, for their report know how much freaking work that is. And so, and to do it three and four times, like, because I'm, I want to be, I want to, I want to always be improving. And so I'll be out there like doing an inspection and I'll be, you know, tapping around in my app. And then all of a sudden I'm like, something will hit me. I'll be like, Oh, that'll be way better. <laughs> Back to the freaking drawing board. <laughs> yep. I know that, you know, all it does is calculate to, you know, another hundred hours worth of rework and everything. No big deal. But if, if you're an entrepreneur, you want that, like you, you've got to have some sort of a craving for that. Yeah. Improvement, that process. Yeah. I like how I want to highlight what you said when you were speaking to agents. You actually drilled down into the pain point or the benefit. I think inspectors get in the door, they do a presentation, but they don't speak specifically to what that point is of why the agent should care. And I think that's worth highlighting of just, okay, are you giving them time, money, um, a good feeling are you making them laugh like what is the five you know one of five things that you're going to give them um but yeah i think and i think every inspector can learn from that of like find the problem and find a solution don't just show up with donuts Ugh. that's a it's a it's a it's a, a good thing like i mean but realistically i'm gonna say out of all the office meetings that i did I would show up with, you know, like some muffins or something. I didn't just show up with a box of donuts. I'd show up with something a little, a little bit nicer. Yeah. I can't, I honestly, I'm going to say probably like three or four people actually went in there and took the, yeah. you know, they don't, I, they don't want it. And I read a, I think I read a stat. The average realtor is a, uh, like, you know, 60 or 55 to 65 year old woman. And so it's like, they're, People are being more health conscious nowadays. So it's yeah. just like, think outside the box. Like, well, you know, fruit, can it be? Are those gluten free? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you, you might, if you go to Sprouts or Whole Foods, you, that, you, that's, if that's your differentiator of saying, hey, I've thought about everyone's dietary restrictions sure. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, being, just be thoughtful. Be, be the guy that's, you know, that you're, built, you're, you're going in there not to get, you're going there. It's a job interview. 
it's it's uh, you're going in there and you're going in there to build relationships, right? And would you show up to a party with people that you were like, if you were going to show up to a party and there was like a, a group of people that you really wanted to get into their group, like um, you know whether they be, you're like you're going to go to a party and you know Jeff Bezos, uh, uh, Bill Gates, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, you know like and and um gary vaynerchuk they're all going to be there right and, and they're going to kevin wagstaff yeah they're all going to be there kevin wagstaff <laughs> and you know and it's like he's he's got his hair down he's in his <laughs> element and and you're like dude i got to get in with this group you're not going to show up you know and looking all shabby and and just you like going like hey guys you know what's going on, man? And you're gonna be you're gonna be on your A game, and that's where what you have to be doing. Come up with a, a, a format for what you want to say, and practice it. Talk to your wife. Talk to your kids. Talk. Kids are great because they'll they'll ask you questions and, and like totally throw you off your game, <laughs> which, is, which is perfect because agents are gonna do the same thing. Yes. You're, you know, you're the, the guy that they want to trip you up. They want to find out if you know what you're talking about. You know, it's like talking about phenomenal agents. Hey, right there. The Miss <laughs> Whitney. Whitney. You know, but they, it's not that they're not trying to be mean, but they want to know, like, do you know your stuff? And are you right. confident in what you, in what you uh, are, are wanting to sell to them? Because you know, they don't, they want to be aligned with the right person because they understand that you, you're the glue in that whole thing. You know, a home inspector is the guy who comes in and is either going to make or break this deal. And it's not about making or breaking a deal. I tell everybody when an agent's like, you know, they'll be like, Hey, go easy on this one, you know, joking around or whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you what the house tells me. That's all. That's my job. I'm the house whisperer. <laughs> yep. You know, and so I'm just going to communicate that. But you're also the guy who's going to be able to, you know, if you're the guy that says, you know, gets done with the inspection and you, everything looks good and you hit publish and you're like, peace out. I'm out, you know, thanks for my 300 bucks. Um, that's, that's not going to fly. You yeah, got to yeah. be able to, to call up the client or, or when the client shows up for a walkthrough and say, Okay, look, I've got, you know, you've got some, some settling cracks going on here. Uh, I know it looks really scary. Um, and, but from my, my point of view, you know, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, okay, you know what? I, there's some settling cracks going on at the corner of this door, but I'm looking on both sides. It's only on one side. It looks like maybe, you know, it's probably been there for a while. You know, I'm judging based on age of home. Like you're taking in all this information and then you got to communicate that and pass it on to the client in a way that they can digest it because everything about this whole thing is scary. And so you're the calm in the storm. Uh, if there, if there is a, a piece to be had, you know, I mean, sometimes you get the house that you're like, Hey man, here's your report and a gallon of gas and book of matches. Like that's all I got. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, but you know, for the most part, my, my favorite line to tell a client is, especially on the ones that are rough, I say, they'll say, well, you know, cause they're always going to be like, look at you like, 
I don't know what to do. And I'll say, look, anything can be fixed. But what it really boils down to is, are you the one that wants to, to take on this project and be the one to repair it? That's, that's what it all boils down. Anything can be fixed. You can throw enough money to fix up a, an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, and and it, it all boils down to bringing that all into perspective and saying, look, it's, it's okay. I know it looks really bad, but you bring in the right people. You can, you can fix this place up and make a sweet house. Yeah. Are you the one that wants to do that? And I've, I've said that to so many clients, especially like first time home buyers, man. They're like, cause they're, they have no idea. They've never been through this process and you are their spirit guide. Right. And so, you know, and you say something like that to them and they're like, and it kind of just like brings them back in to where they, they're not freaking out and then they can look at the report in a different light. Um, so it's just simple things like that. Commu working on your communication skills, practicing, you know, like your delivery. Um, it's not about catering, catering to agents and saving deals. It's about um, being a nice guy, like being a guy that really cares about not the deal, but, but about the people involved in the deal. Right. right. Yeah. And, and maybe this house isn't for the, isn't, isn't for them. I don't know. I try to, to inspect every house as though I was purchasing it and um, communicate with the client how I would like somebody to communicate with me. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and you, you put things in context. I think you've given some great examples of that language and kind of the, the tone of empathy. Um, yeah. You know, that's not practiced enough and probably not a normal skill set of a home inspector. Um, I would tell, I would tell agents, uh, and I tell, I would tell clients too, uh, when I first started, um, that I had developed the plain English report, plain English inspection. Ooh, that's good. And I said, you're not going to get a report that has paragraphs of explanation as to why something is wrong. And, and you know, with all this jargon and code and blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it's, it's like everything. I try to condense most things into a single sentence if possible, sometimes maybe a little longer, but easily digestible. Um, and everybody, I have, I was telling this to somebody today when I'm uh, doing my parallel inspections with other inspectors, almost every single one of them that had been in the game for a long time said, Hey man, don't, you know, don't sweat your report. Nobody ever reads it anyway. And I was like, <laughs> why am I making this then? Yeah. Like, why don't I just tell them what's wrong? Why am I, <laughs> you know, so like, if they're not going to read it, like, and what, what? That's not a good place for anybody. Yeah. Right. So I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm the kind of guy like, and that's what I do. I'm like, I try to, figure out things i'm like okay well if they're not reading it what can i do to make them read it yes oh so i was the one thing i thought was like well i wanted to make it some something that they uh, can understand first thing and 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 the other part about it is is when you look at when you look at the culture that is now people not that it's a good thing but people don't read yeah. they're 
it's it's a lost it's a lost art. My youngest daughter loves to read. She devours books. Me, not so much. I like audiobooks, right? Yeah. Or or you know, even simpler, give me a picture book. Right. So, but look at where people spend their time. They're spending their time on Instagram. They're spending their time on Facebook. They're spending their time on the internet, on YouTube. Visual, oh, visual, visual, yeah. visual, visual. So going into what I had, what I had said earlier about your, your, your report formatting, um, I take an exorbitant amount of photos. And almost every comment that I have in my report, I put a photo with it. Something simple, like I walk into a bedroom, I take my room photo, I turn around, I shut the door, check my lock, check my door, and then I take a picture of the door. Reasons I do all of that. What it communicates to the client is, first thing, he looked at the door. So there's no arguing if they come back later and say, hey, the door didn't work. I'm like, it worked when I was there. There's a photo of it. Now try and argue with me that I did not check it. I took a picture of it. <laughs> right. Um, the second thing is, is they get this report with a lot of photos in it and, and it automatically triggers in them to, to do what they do all the time, which is to scroll, to absorb all that info, right? Yeah. All these pictures, it's these videos, it's, um, you know, and so all of this stuff, it, it just really, it just, it's, it's just like doing what they do already, which is sit on their phone and look at Facebook and, yeah. you know, do this. And so that's what the report, my report does for them too. It's lots of photos. It's lots of videos, as little text as I possibly can to put in there to explain what's going on um, so that they, they will digest it. I have probably based off of, you know, like the feedback that I receive, I can pretty safely say I have 85% plus of my clients that say I read the whole report cover to cover. That's pretty unheard of in this industry. It's unheard of completely. It really is. And, and again, it's not, it's not bragging. It's what it is. It's just, it's just facts that, um, of, of the things like this is what my brain does. It, you know, I, I, I've always been this way to where I try, I see a problem and I try to solve it. And so, um, and it worked, it worked this time. I've, I've failed a million times. Mm -hmm. I've started, I don't know how many businesses, businesses, uh, and, and they've, they haven't gone anywhere. Um, I just, was just it was just figuring out one that was going to work. Um, and I was able to bring enough solutions to this industry, uh, in, and in my market specifically, uh, that it worked very well. I love that your mind went to when the guy, when you did your parallels and they said, Oh, no one's going to read your report. You didn't just accept it because we, we are in an industry where guys go into the forums, ask a question and just take it home as fact. Whereas right. you said, Huh, I wonder why no one's reading it. Let me take a look. And it was probably paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs. Yeah. That people tune out. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you actually said, okay, how can I do this better? And what does a modern audience consume? That's the exact approach we took with Spectora was like, okay, this yeah, has to be digestible for humans. That's what sold me. 100% what sold me on your product was I looked at literally every other product out there and I stumbled across your app in the app store. I was doing my, I, was, I wasn't even 
I was doing my parallels. I was staying with my dad because um, I had to do all my stuff down in Phoenix. I was staying with him and I was sitting on there. I remember it vivid, vividly. I was going through, I was downloading everybody's apps. And I just typed in, I, I typed in inspection, I think, in the app store and you popped up. And I opened up the, I downloaded, I opened up the app and I was like, whoa. And then I jumped on your website and I'm like, hey, I looked at the report. I'm like, dude, this is like where I want to be because this is what, this flows with, with what um, I'm after. I want to have something that's current, something that's modern. And I think I told you uh, when we first spoke, I was looking at building my own software, right? Because there was nothing out there that I thought was worth a crap as far as what the current standards are that we're trained. I mean, everything around us is training us what to expect. And I think Spectora um, filled a gap that was, you know, was, was needed um, as far as, you know, bringing, you know, just raising that bar again as to, you know, meeting current standards. We're trained through all of this, this stuff to have an expectation of um, what, what kind of media we consume. And I, I look at a report as a form of media. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Um, thank you for the shout out. How much more time do you have? I want to be respectful of your time. As much as I need. I'm good, man. All right. Um, so I can have power on my outlet over here. Hold on. Again, you're so mobile. I love it. So I, you know, we saw, we saw a kid, we saw a dog, saw the wife get home. Let's, let's do a little piece on work life balance because you, you're a grinder. Like I, you know, after knowing you for the time we've known each other, you grind and you work, you'll run through walls day after day if it means succeeding and growing the business. So Talk a little bit about how you managed that kind of work-life balance. If you had it, I mean, I'm, I'm a startup owner myself. So it's like, sometimes you don't have that balance <laughs> and it's some conversations with the spouse, the kids, like, yeah. How did, what's some of that sacrifice that it took to get where you're at? Um, well, my, my thing, I mean, my family comes first. Um, and so, but I also have a, problem saying no um if you are like it's kind of a joke at this point like if you offer me money i'll i'll probably do it <laughs> if i if it makes sense to me you know what i mean yeah, yeah. If, it, if, if the time it's going to take me to uh to do that uh and the dollars you're offering me if they if they match up i'm probably going to say yes um now, you know, obviously starting this off, man, if you, again, it's all, you know, your actions have to meet your ambition. And if your ambition is small, there's nothing wrong with that. It's that's, if that's who you are, great. Um, so whatever your ambition is, have your actions match that. And my ambitions are big. They always have been. And so, um, I knew that that was going to require a significant commitment of time. Luckily, my wife being an agent, she gets that because she does the same thing, right? She mm -hmm. agents are 24 seven. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Whole business is 24 seven. And if you're, if you're not willing to com to commit to that, if you're not willing to 
buy into that, like you're going to have a rough go because you're going to have agents and clients calling. I had a client call me at five o'clock in the morning the other day. Granted, I did not, I did not answer it, but it still happens. You know what I mean? Like I'll be talking to people at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I think we talked to maybe one time at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it, it, it's just, um, depends on how hungry you are. Um, I, I'm very hungry. And so I, I, I am the guy that like, things are like, things are kind of meeting a balance at this point. But before I had my other inspector, dude, I was killing myself to do, <laughs> to do that many inspections in a year. Um, takes a, like as a single guy, it takes a lot of work. I, I remember, uh, what was it? So our busy season is typically between uh, uh, like the right like now and March, April. Mm -hmm. And so um, last January, I think, or this January, there was, I, I worked, there was a, a stretch where I worked 20 days straight. And they, when they were inspections, that was two and three a day. Because, but the reason that I was willing to do that is because I have a philosophy that if you're the guy that says yes, that's going to beat out the guy who says no. And so I'd rather be the, you know, starting out, if you're the guy that's like, you know, you get an agent that calls you, you're, you're going to be the backup guy for a little while. And so if their number one says, hey, I'm sorry, I'm too busy you get the phone call as the number two and you're like, and they're like, Hey, I need this done on a Saturday. And you're like, Oh man, I don't want to work on a weekend. Get out of here. You're not going to, they're not going to call you back. That's not and the hunger. Getting that second phone call is, is going to take 10 times the work as it does to get the first one. And so I committed to being the guy that says yes. And I committed to being the guy that if you called me, I, I'm going to figure it out. Love it. You know, so, I mean, there was, day, I've, I've done, I've had days where I did four inspections in a day because that's what, that, the work was there. Yeah. The work was there. So if you, if you're like, hey, I want to start a business uh, and people are willing to give you a job, like you better be the guy that says yes, not the guy that says no or is like, and trust me, now trust me, when I go out of my way for somebody, I don't like, you know, make, but I, I let them know, like, you know, like, Hey, Oh yeah, I'll get it done. I'm going to be missing like something important. Yeah. You know, you want them to understand like this, that this is, this relationship is important to me. Yeah. That's what verbalizing. Got to verbalize it. It's not about making them feel guilty. It's about saying, it's just about confidently saying like, Hey, this is important to me. You and what we've got going on is important. And I, I want you to know that, that uh, working with you is a priority. And, but you know, so, and I promise you, if you start that in the beginning, if you go out that way um, and you, you just burn both ends of the candle in the beginning, I'm almost two years in now and the agents that would not wait for me before <laughs> will wait for me now. Uh -huh. 
I, I, I like, and I'm not, and I'm not talking about, like I said earlier, I'm not talking about new guy, new agents. I'm talking about agents that have been here forever and they're the guy, they're the big dogs. Yeah. And when they like, I, I can think of one agent in particular, everybody knows her. She's, she's a big deal. Um, she, she, and she, her and her partner, um, I did a couple of deals they were on. They liked what I had going on. Um, and so their transaction coordinator would call me. She'd call me all the time. And I was always too busy. <laughs> so finally, there was this one day, I mean, and I was, it was every time. And I'd say, this is when I can do it. Nope, not going to wait and find somebody else. I was like, okay. So finally, this one day, she calls me. And I was just like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this anymore. She goes, and so I said, here's the day I can do it. She goes, nope. I said, hold on, give me 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes and I will make something happen. And she goes, no, I don't want to put you, I don't want to inconvenience you. I said, no, give me 10 minutes. And I, so she goes, okay. So I, I took 10 minutes. I made like three or four phone calls and I rearranged like two, two other inspections. And I made a hole. I am their guy now. And I think, I think in, in the last, I want to say in the last, this was probably, it's probably in eight months that I've been uh, their guy. So this was probably about, it was about eight months ago. So in eight months, I've probably done 20 deals for them. Wow. For, just for I was like, I said, I, I like it finally registered in my thick skull that we're going around in this freaking circle. Somebody's got to change something. And I'm like, <laughs> I need 10 minutes. I will make this. <laughs> I am not saying, I am not getting passed up on again. That's like a defining moment. That's so cool. That's such a cool story because you just found a way. You said, screw it. I'm going to find a way. You got to be a problem solver, man. Oh, I love that. That's, that's some inspiring shit right there. I like it. <laughs> I, I tell that to, to you know when when you because it's so easy to get worked up in this whole transaction and and see all of you know you get the house that's like turns into a disaster or whatever and and everybody gets in a tizzy and it's like somebody's got to be the one who brings some some peace into this situation and say okay we've got some problems no doubt let's figure it out let's let's figure out how to make it work um, or let's figure out what needs to happen in order to, to, to make this deal go through. Um, one of the things I was, I was, cause this, um, guy I spoke with last night, he called me, uh, kind of specifically about termites. And so he was kind of going over what, you know, his dilemma is in his market. And I said, well, something that I do in my market. So, uh, you know, if you do, if you do termite inspection, you know, that, uh, if it's a VA, uh, loan, then the the buyer is not supposed to pay for the termite inspection, and so um, I, you know, I had agents that would be like they would either, um, you know, want me to to create a separate invoice for the termite, or or they would just use a separate termite company mm -hmm. uh, in order to keep things simple. Well, I don't want to create a separate invoice because that's just more work for me. Uh, and I definitely don't want to lose 60 bucks 
uh, on an inspection because they're going to somebody else to do the termite. So I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do here? And I said, so finally one time I, I, uh, I had a, the lender called me because they wanted that invoice. And I said, well, what if, you know, I said the, the invoice is broken up. It's uh, got a line item on there. It says, you know, home inspection, termite inspection. And I said, um, you know, can't we just have this be a, you know, where they pay, the, the buyer pays for it and then, um, you guys reimburse them that 60 bucks at, the, at closing, like then the seller is technically paying for it, you know, but it keeps everything simple where the buyer just pays one fee and then they get their money back. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, that works. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, so ever since then, that's what I do when the agent's like, oh, well, it's a VA loan. So we, we can't, you know, we can't have the buyer pay for it. I'm like, no. Pay for it. We, do, 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 do. And I've had agents like, no, that's not, that won't work. And I'm like, trust me, I've done, a, you know, hundreds of these at this point. Give it a shot. Just go tell the lender and tell me what they, come back to me and let me know what they say. Every single time. <laughs> well, I was telling, I, and I said that to this guy. I said, this is what I do. It might be worth a shot. You know, it, I know it's not the normal because he was saying the seller generally pays in his mm-hmm. area, but he's trying to kind of keep things streamlined and keep every, you know, get it to where the, he gets paid for the, the termite inspection. I said, we'll try that. He goes, that's a great idea. So you just got to be the guy that, that's able to think outside the box um, and, and think of a solution. I mean, for, for everything, if you, you know, that you possibly can. Yeah. That's got to be such a huge takeaway for everyone listening to this of like, yeah creativity like you think for yourself like you know what i mean like you think of your own solutions and you think of ways to do things better whereas so many in this industry just look to the next guy and say well what are you doing i'm gonna just do that um but you're getting outside of the box all the time and that's out of the comfort zone and that's who i am i mean and not everybody's like that and that's 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 fine um but that's why guys who can should help you know it's like that's i i love like this this that's is what we're doing yeah i, I really enjoy this and you know and i i i hope that as many people watch this i mean there's going to be guys that say that guy's a dork and that's fine mm-hmm. um, but there's going to be the guys that are going to email me or call me uh and say dude like i really appreciate what you said and they're gonna they're gonna take something out of this video whether it's one thing or five things and they're going to go into their market and freaking destroy everybody else Yes, because they did something different. And, um, uh, and you know, they may not do it exactly like I do it. They might put their own spin on it, which is great. Uh, it's not about this. This isn't about me doing this video is about me. I could care less. I'm doing fantastic without making a video. Um, I really, I really like do want to do this and like when you and i talk about doing these these videos and like i'm like man let's I, let's do as many as we possibly can yes. because, um I, I i really like to help people i really like to you know don't come in my market and do what i'm doing and try and steal my business because I, <laughs> I, I would bring that wrath down upon you but, <laughs> but go take take some of this stuff Someone that else. i'm doing yeah yeah, yeah. Go into your your market, you know, across the country, way far away from me, yeah. and, and 
freaking put the the hurt on somebody who's like complacent. And you know what? And I don't say that uh, disrespectfully about the guy who's getting beat up on, but I I I, I have a philosophy, and I've had this since I started this. Uh, when I was speaking with uh, other people and friends of mine, is is that in any business it's evolve or die if you if you start a company somebody comes into your area sees what you're doing works maybe copies it maybe does it better i don't know but if you sit back and you get mad because they're taking your business and and just do <clears throat> about it and then you go out of business that's your fault not theirs you have an opportunity to evolve or die. And that's, I promise you, if it's like, if somebody were to put some of these things into action against me, I'm going to find a way to do it better. You'll level up and you're going to do, you're, there's things in the community you could do. There's sponsor, there's events, there, there's always ways to level up. There's always ways to do something more or something better. Um, you know, and it's, and th at the end of the day though, there's enough work out there for all of us. It's not a, I'm not out there to, to beat up on anybody. I'm not out there to take food off of anybody else's table. That's not my goal. I use the word destroy mostly in jest. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm, you know, my goal is to be, uh, you know, it's like my, my, my lofty goal um, is to be statewide in five years. I don't, you know, it's like, I don't know if that's, if that, that may or may not happen, but that's my goal. Um, and I'm going to do whatever I can to try and reach that goal that I've set for my, myself. And I, and I encourage anybody else, if you're, if you're starting this, if you're starting a business, if you're starting a home inspection business, have a realistic goal. Have you set a realistic goal and then you set a lofty goal. Set a realistic goal that like, you're like, if I do X, Y, Z, I sh there's, there really is no reason I, you know, I should fail at this. And then set your lofty goal that, you know, and that was what my, I knew, I knew what the normal was in this business that, you know, it takes some time. Yeah. Um, and, but the four, the six to, or the eight to 10 inspections a week in four months was my lofty goal. That was my goal that I'm like, you know what, if I reach this, I'm going to like, that's going to be freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, I was going to be happy with, two and three. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I met my lofty goal because I, I put in the work, yeah. you know, I, and I, I was, I was the, I took all of these things, all of these little details that I, I, you know, I, I just put in, put in place. The little things make up this big picture, which is century inspecting. Um, and, um, you know, and I, I, I imagine the same thing, the same scenario as what happened with Spectora. You know, it was like you and Mike probably sat down and said, what the heck are we going to do next? We need to do something. And you guys came upon starting an inspection uh, reporting software. And then you were like, okay, well, what does that even look like? And you started brainstorming and you started setting mile markers and, and, and expectations on yourself. And those things are not going to get accomplished if you just sit back and wait for somebody to, to <laughs> call. Yeah. Um, 
you, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. And, and that's not doing, especially in the beginning, it's not doing Facebook ads and, and it's not even really making phone calls. Those phone calls need to lead to, lead to FaceTime. Yep. It has to. If you're not the guy who likes talking to people face to face, you better get comfortable with it. Work at it. You know, uh, because I promise you it will, it will make your business grow exponentially uh, if you do that. Love it. And I love that you're, you care to give back and that's part of what's going to make you a thought leader. That's why you're going to grow and probably dominate the whole state at some points because you're thinking outside of yourself. And that's part of what we're doing with this podcast is trying to get information out there, put content out there and become thought leaders. And you ha- you're setting up yourself up really well to do that um, in that region. You just have to be intentional with everything. You know, it's like, I mean, even my, uh, you know, so on the first video, you have that picture of, uh, of my Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm a Jeep freak period. Um, you know, the, the, when the company was starting to do, I was driving a, a 90 was a 92 Jetta. Nice. I, nice. And, uh, so that, that was my first inspection vehicle. And so, um, you know, when I, when everything was kind of rolling and things were going good, um, you know, I, I've been yearning for the day when I could buy another Jeep. And so I, uh, I saw things were going good and I'm like, okay, if they don't get, if they, even if they don't get any better, they're doing, I'm doing okay. Like I'm doing enough business now that this is a pretty decent living. I can afford to get a Jeep. And so I needed a car because my other car is a 92 Jetta. <laughs> it was not, it was not, it was not that great. It was not my yeah. camping town. And I'm like, I can't, you can't call people and say, Hey man, sorry, I can't do the inspection today. My car's broke. Right. Right. So I, so I started hunting, right. And I'm, so I started looking for a Jeep because I told my wife, I said, look, I'm in my car so much. Like, I want to drive what I want to drive. I don't want to drive. I don't want to get something that is going to bum me out at the end of the day. I want to go outside every day. And when I step out the door, I want to be happy. And that's what my, I, that's what Jeeps do for me. <laughs> I love it. So I found this Jeep. I was looking at Craigslist and all that stuff. And I came across this Jeep. Orange is my favorite color. And I saw that thing. And what I, and so what I did was I snagged the photo off of, off the internet. And I took my logo and I photoshopped it onto the side of the <laughs> exactly how it, how it is now. I put it on that picture and I said, that's it. And I said, and, and like, and it wasn't, yes, I love that Jeep, but I said, that thing is going to get me noticed. Everything, your entire life has to, you have to eat, breathe, sleep, uh, as little as possible sleep. Uh, but you have to freaking be hungry and everything has to be about this. When I, when every time I open my phone, there's my logo. Um, everything has to be about this. You know, you have to be focused. I mean, if, if, again, it's your ambition meeting your actions, right? And so if your if your goal is to be that guy, then you better prepare. You better, everything has to be intentional. And that Jeep, as much as I love it, was very intentional. I mean, every single person in this, in my area knows that Jeep. 
I get people all the time, almost like clients will show up and be like, dude, I've seen your Jeep everywhere. Everybody knows that Jeep. Love it. Because it's bright. It's, it's, you know, and, and, you know, the, the logo pops and just all that stuff. Like, so branding, branding, man. It's branding. Remember last time I had my little coffee cup. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like everything. It was like even so. It's like when I when I put stuff up on Facebook or I'll boost it. You know, like I don't boost. What what kind of? You're almost never. You know, it's like that's really not going to lead to people getting you inspections. Is, right putting a funny video out there and boosting it. Yeah. What, what it does though is the, every time they scroll in, you know, they're scrolling on their phone and they come across that ad for Sentry Inspecting, it's all about brand recognition. It's all about them so that someday they're going to buy a house and their first thing that comes to mind when, they're, when their realtor says, hey, you're buying a house, congratulations. The next step is calling an inspector. They're going to be like, hey, I was on Facebook a, a while ago and I saw that guy, Sentry Inspecting. He's a dork and he's always in the attic talking about silly things that <laughs> be fine. The guy they're going to call, right? That's the company they're going to call is that guy, that Sentry Inspecting guy. And so everything has to be intentional. Everything's got to be, uh, has a, have a purpose. Um, and that's like, even, even right down to, you know, like I was saying about, um, having a clean appearance and all that stuff. When I show up to a house, I don't have a, a cheesy tool bag with uh, crap overflowing all over the place and a beat up, you know, junky ladder and all that stuff. I show up with two things. I walk out, I have a backpack tool bag that everything fits in nice and clean. It looks nice. It's, it, it presents well to the client. Um, I have one of those collapsible ladders. It's in a case. I, I, I've, and I've, I've purchased two of those cases now because they get beat up. Um, but it's in a case. Everything looks nice and clean. When I show up to a job, I have myself. I look nice and clean. My tools look sharp and professional. And when I, when I show up, I put my tool bag down in the, in the kitchen. Start up my, I have a towel that I throw underneath of the dishwasher. And I pull my tool bag out on my, or my tool belt out, strap that thing on and I'm ready to go. I'm not like unloading all this junk inside the house, trying to find my tools and all. It's all very intentional. My inspector, same way. I bought him the same equipment. He shows up and presents in the same light. He has the same shirts. He, you know, it's like, I'm not in this to, I'm not in this to play around and be like, you know, the just you know it's there's a there's a hvac company down in in phoenix that their slogan is don't call the don't call a melvin and in their commercial they've got the guy that's got like his pants down around his you know like around that's melvin that's melvin his hat's all sideways and he's like well i don't know what the problem is and then you know so and then they, they show up and they're very professional looking and all this stuff and that's their thing is don't call a Melvin. Well, in the inspection world, I want to be the antithesis of the Melvin. I love it. Can you send me links to some of that stuff you mentioned? We'll link to it in the description. We'll show people 
what what oh, the, tool, the tools are the tools yeah. the ladders any of that stuff we'll we'll yeah get... you know what i'll do is i'll actually create because you know you can create those uh lists in amazon yeah yeah i'll create a, a list and i'll shoot you over the link to that whole list so that way they can the dalen list people can get inside your head and know what you're getting i like <laughs> it see that's value that's stuff people aren't going to get elsewhere it's just like what's a young up-and-coming successful guy using and, and i use technology to my advantage you know it's like um, I'm always on the hunt for, a, for new tools and new ways to like, you know, like everything and, you know, little details. My, 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 uh, um, I, I like everything in my, if I'm going to take a picture of something, I want it to make sense. Right. So I'm, you know, it's like, and I said, I take pictures of everything. So my outlet, my, my receptacle tester, the normal ones show you, uh, they have three lights on them, uh, uh, a red and two yellows. What the heck does that mean? If it's good, two yellows show up? <laughs> Nobody knows what that means except for us. Right. So I'm like, this, is, this doesn't make sense to clients. So I found a tester that shows up. It lights up green if it's good and red if it's bad. Brilliant. Yeah. Everybody knows what green is. Everybody right. knows. So now... If they see a picture of, a, of, of my receptacle tester in an outlet and it shows green, it's good. My, my thermometer, my, my uh, uh, infrared temp gun, mm -hmm. the screen, it lights up nice. It looks good in a picture. It's not just a cheesy, you know, little, yeah. it, it, was yeah. a, it was $130. It wasn't cheap, but it, Details. Again, it, it presents well. It's very. It's it's all about communicating a, a message of of professionalism and and ease of understanding, you know. So it's just everything counts. You can't you can't say, well, this isn't a big deal. Well, it may not be a big deal, but it's going to add up into a big deal. Right. If, you know, it's all those little pieces coming together and working well. And I'm always on the hunt for a better way to do something. Um, you know, it's like, you know, reporting, uh, always, always wanting to improve that using technology to your advantage. So like I'm, I'm constantly, that's what I love about Amazon. Like I probably abuse their, their, uh, <laughs> generosity, but like, I'm, I'm like, Oh, that looks interesting. I'm going to order it. If I don't like it, send it back. <laughs> yeah. You got to use like, it. Use it. I mean, look, man. I, trust me, they make enough money off of me. They're okay. They're doing okay. All right. All right, man. Well, we get, we're going to get out of here. Um, is there anything you wish I would have asked you or anything else that, you, that we didn't cover? That no, you I think we did pretty good on this one. Much uh, better. We had a little bit of a format, which was better. Um, and I, I, we, we touched on a lot of – I got to go kind of deep into yes. some of the topics that I, I really, you know, I'm really passionate about because I – I see a lot of guys um, in the, in the groups that, and, and I, 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 I love to help people. And, and some, uh, most people don't, aren't very receptive to it. They're like, well, I've got my way of doing it. And, and, and that's fine. Um, and I think a lot of people hear what I have to say because I'm very enthusiastic about it. And it's almost comes across as though I'm gloating. And I, I promise you, that's not it. I beat my, I'm my hardest critic. I beat myself up constantly. Um, you know, and, and so I, uh, I say all of this stuff as an encouragement that if you 
take even a portion of what I've done and put it to work and build upon it with your own style, with your yes. own flair and what works for you. Uh, I promise you it will, it will drastically uh, improve your, your game, you know, your, your business. Um, and I am always available. I, I love it. As you can tell from watching this video and the last video and probably every video that we'll do, I enjoy talking. I've, I, I, you know, and if you call me, I promise I will answer. Even if I'm on a roof, if I'm on a crawl space, if I'm in an attic, agents know it, man. It's a joke around, around <laughs> my area. Like agents will, like I've had agents leave me messages when they didn't answer the phone because it's so rare. They left me messages saying, are you okay? Yeah. Because I know that if I didn't answer the phone, like they're, they're like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is serious. <laughs> And your phone's been ringing, so we might have to get you out of here so you can get back to those people. But right. agents out there, give him a call and test him. Test the theory. Yeah. Test this man out. Um, where can people find you? What's the best way to reach you for whether they're inspectors or agents? Best way to reach me, honestly, I'm terrible with email. Uh -huh. um, that's, my, that's my weak point for sure. Um, try to get better at it. It's just not my jam. I, I, I love people. I love talking. So... Uh, call me, text me. Uh, if you email, if you email me, I, I will I will try to get back to you. Uh, if you're if you're an agent, absolutely call me. Yeah. Um, but if you're an inspector and you're like, dude, I just need like ten minutes of your time. I'll probably take more time of yours than you will of mine. <laughs> and I'll link to your Facebook and Instagram in the description as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook, uh, Dale and Whitney. You can look me up Century Inspecting. Um, my website. Uh, has all that stuff too. Uh, my phone number's on there, you know, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I love to help. So. Man, you are the man. We're going to, I know we're going to end up doing this again. If we ever have Spectora Con, we're going to have you be a speaker at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. We'll have I mean, you speak um, and do a session or something. So that, that's good. We're going to make it happen. I'm determined. Definitely. All right, all right man. Thank you so, so much. Tons of good info. Uh, Very first halfway anyways. I love it. I, prom I promise next time I will have one at hand. Okay. Let's do another one, bro. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, Kevin. Have a